Hey, what's going on, good people? Welcome back to Training Well Done, your podcast on the what, the why, and the how of quality training. Here with your host, Coach Donald. So it's time to rock and roll. It is the middle of March, and that means it's the second week of track for me um, at my high school. And the topics that uh, were on the previous episode and the topics we're going to cover on this part two episode have been frequent, frequent conversation points. So if you're a teenage or a young athlete who is still trying to understand how to take care of their bodies food-wise, please understand that it does not, chicken nuggets do not fuel elite athletes alone. It's not that chicken nuggets are evil, but you cannot run your body on simply just chicken nuggets, all right, and eating haphazardly. So we're going to talk about when should you eat, right? When's the appropriate times, when are the best, not appropriate, when are the best times for you to fuel your body? We're going to then talk about how much water should you really be drinking? What's the standard on that? For those of you who are on my newsletter list and get my emails, I sent an email out on Monday the 15th about one of the kids that I coach, he fell out. Me and Coach Kyla were just at the track on our own doing our own workout. And a group of high school boys that we train came up to do their own workout. And this guy was the one leading them through the workout. He's like, oh, we're going to do these six 600s. And I'm like, proud of him. Like, okay, way to put that together. You know, it was a workout that we did over the summer. And so they're out running and that same kid falls out on the ground. Like it's like number five or six. He falls out on the ground. So we run over there like, hey, are you okay? He's holding his side. Coach, oh, coach, my, I got like a, a cramp. But he's like breathing hard. And it, he has another issue. So we kind of got concerned like, are you breathing okay? You know, does it feel like an issue that you have from before? He's like, no, 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 no. I just, I'm lightheaded and all these things. And so I'm starting to think. You know, after like a minute or two goes past, he calms down, his side hurts real bad. But I'm like, I know this kid. When's the last time you went to the bathroom? He's like, yesterday. Mind y'all, it's one o'clock in the afternoon by the time he falls over. Yesterday, okay. When was the last time you ate? Yesterday. So, you're telling me that you came to the track you didn't need you didn't drink any water today. This whole morning you drank no water because there's no way you didn't pee between you waking up and right now if you would have drank any water today or really even last night. And then you didn't eat. So you have no carbs in your body and you expected to be able to finish this workout with any dignity. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then his teammate brings his water bottle over. And this is when it sealed the deal. His jug, this is huge, like gallon jug and it had times on it one of those kind of reminders for when you should drink water so it had like 7 a.m 9 a.m 11 a.m and it had to fill lines as it went throughout so where it had different levels of uh, fullness that it needed to make it was one o'clock in the afternoon and the daggone thing was full so we figured out his issue got him some water he refreshed his life back together and i was like oh buddy so now i'm just onslaughting them with text messages all week about how they should be eating and fueling themselves. And I am going to do the same thing with my high school team. So like my gym, I coach a group of kids and then I actually coach high school track. So these are um, real life things. So make sure that you take heed to this lesson. Don't be that, that kid. Drink water. Listen to this episode. You're going to find out what to do. Also, for those of you who listened to part one, you know I did the 4x4x48 challenge a week ago. Shout out to everybody who 
supported, who came to run with us, me and uh, Marcel, who I guess from two episodes ago did it together. For those of you who are like, what was the challenge? We ran four miles every four hours for 48 hours. So it was quite a mental and emotional journey, but we prevailed and shout out to Janelle Young, JY Originals. Um, we raised over $1,000 for her scholarship for creatives to help support uh, artists being able to do good work. So you can go check out her website, www.janelle-young.com and learn way more about that. Uh, she also came out and ran with us, which was great. And yeah, shout out to everybody who came, shout out to everybody who supported, shout out to everybody who did the challenge. All right, so without further ado, let's get to the episode. But don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with a friend or a teammate. Here you go. The next part that's very, very, very important, and I won't spend as much time on this part, hydration, okay? So hydration-wise, what you want to be able to do with that is hydration kind of rules your world, okay? If you are dehydrated, everything that we just talked about really doesn't matter. I, I could have started this whole presentation off with just hydration. If you're dehydrated, everything else I literally doesn't matter, okay? Your cells need the water to actually make all these processes happen. If you're dehydrated, the glucose just ain't going into your muscles to do the thing, right? Your muscles just are not going to contract very well to make you be able to get that layup right, to be able to uh, hit that crossover, to be able to go catch the ball, to be able to go hit this hard workout. You're just not going to be able to perform if you're dehydrated. You're going to be kind of fuzzy up here. Your decision-making is off. Your brain needs the water too. So your brain's like, look, bro, the rest of your body matters. I matter the most. So now you got a little bit of water. So I'm going to use all that water, you know, within proportional reason to be able to function. So now your muscles are left without. But if you're dehydrated, your brain ain't even really getting all that it needs. So your decision making can be off. Your focus can be off. Uh, when it comes to being at school or at work, being dehydrated, you can be moody. For me personally, I oft, I'm not a very irritable person. I mean, let me, let me not say that. I can get frustrated pretty easily, but I'm not somebody who's like snappy or like you say the wrong thing to me. Now I'm completely off. Like there's some people like that, but when I am like that nine times out of 10, this actually happened to me last night and today. And I was like, just a little on edge. Bro, I just want to go grab a glass of water, drink the water. I was like, oh, I'm happy again. Right. Sometimes you just dehydrate and make you moody. Sometimes you're at school, you're at work, and you can't focus on the work. Bro, just go get some water, and you're going to feel a lot better, all right? That's just doing a passive activity like sitting at the computer. Imagine trying to go sprint a quarter mile over and over again. Imagine being at a championship competition going against the cream of the crop, and you dehydrated, so you can't even move right. And now you've kind of moved, you're not even prepping and all that. So... You need to be drinking water. Everything doesn't matter if you're dehydrated. Now, how do you tell how hydrated you are? If you're thirsty, you've been dehydrated probably for at least an hour, maybe longer than that. Being thirsty is not a way to determine your hydration status. If you're thirsty, it's too late, kid. It's too late. All right. Now, 
being too late don't mean, oh, give up, whatever. That means you have to drink a whole lot of water. But if you're about to embark on an endeavor, you're going to need a lot of mental toughness to push through it because you're about to just chalk that as an L. All right. The best way to be able to determine your hydration is by what color your pee is. Okay. If your pee is clear, like you go to the faucet and you pour some water, your urine should look the same way when you go to the bathroom. If it's a little bit kind of yellowish, like um, barely yellowish, it's okay. If it looks like the H on my shirt, all right, if you're listening, you can't see that, but you guys watching can see the H on my shirt, all right? That's bad, okay? If your pee is distinctly yellow, you, you, you need to drink some water. If it's gold, you probably already feel sluggish. Your body's probably thirsty, and you should probably put the pop down and go get some water, all right? Um, if your pee gets, like, really dark, you got a problem going on. Now, certain types of foods can discolor your urine. We're not going to talk about that. In general, you need to be drinking enough water so that every single time you go to the bathroom, your pee is clear, all right? There's really no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Now, timing-wise, here's an ideal way to think about how often should I drink water. This is what I do. I drink a glass of water. I have a glass of water that I set there at night. As soon as I get up in the morning, I drink the full glass of water. Then I walk, and I clean my pitcher, and I pour another glass of water, and then I drink that. And then I'm ready to start my morning, all right? When I get to work, I get another glass of water when I get there. Oftentimes, when I'm on my A game, I have water with me that I'm just carrying throughout. All right. Every time I eat, I drink a full glass of water while I'm eating, and then I drink another glass of water when I'm done eating at every single meal. I drink a glass of water before I go run. I drink a glass of water before I go lift. I drink a glass of water while I'm doing both of those activities. Then at night, when I'm kicking it, I go drink a glass of water. I usually don't drink a glass of water right before bed because waking up at three in the morning to go pee is just really not my thing. Um, I really just would pass on that. So I stopped drinking water about an hour before bed unless my pee was yellow when I, right before I went to bed. My pee was not the right color. Then I will drink another glass of water. But if I did all that before, it's going to be clear. So it's good. So if, you, if the word water comes across your screen, you just sitting there on Instagram scrolling and somebody says water, just go drink some water. Like that's a good cue to just go drink some water. All right. So that's my, I, my way of timing. Every time I eat two glasses of water, when I wake up, two glasses of water, a glass of water um, in the evening, two glasses of water at minimum when I'm training. If you have like, if you use bottles of water, you should easily clear like five bottles of water in a day. All right. So if you have any questions again, save them for the end. Moving through supplements. Now, I'm going to move kind of quickly through this part because I really want to get to the nutrition timing. But supplement-wise, for most of you listening, you probably don't need supplements. Supplements, the word supplement is to assist. It is to be of help and be of service. It is to be of service to your diet if it's missing something. If you're eating a variety of plants and you're eating whole grain grains and carbs, you're eating plant carbs, you are getting enough fiber, which we're going to talk about uh, in a second, you're getting enough protein, 
you probably don't need any supplements. Probably don't. If you, unless you have like something that you cut out of your diet, like you're uh, a vegetarian and you don't eat meat products or a vegan, you don't eat meat products. Maybe you get like a vegan protein powder. That's a supplement, right? Protein powder is a supplement. If you get like a, a multivitamin, that's a supplement. Um, there's nothing wrong with multivitamins per se, but if you eat enough plants, you probably don't really need a multivitamin, right? That does depend on the diversity of the food that you're eating. If, the only, if you're like, hey, I eat plants all day, like I eat a lot of plants, but literally Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, you ate corn. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you had broccoli. And on Sunday, you had asparagus. You probably might need a multivitamin because you only ate three plants. Okay? Have some diversity. Eat some zucchini. Eat some yellow squash. Eat some kale. Go ahead and have some asparagus. Go have some purple cauliflower. All right? You need as many different types of plants as you can. That keeps you from needing supplements, all right? Also, something to keep in mind with supplements is being uh, careful about where you're getting them from. Supplements are not monitored by the FDA in the way that foods are. So especially when it comes to proteins or even like creatines or aminos, your BCAAs, things like that, make sure you're really researching where they're coming from because they don't literally have to tell you what's in there right? They have fillers in there. Some of these tubs of protein are bigger than they have to be. They look big so they can put a nice big price tag on it and they can just sell it to you like, hey, this, you know, um, this creature milk is, you know, going to be 40 bucks. Look how big this tube is. Meanwhile, it's a bunch of filler. And if they really kept it down to what was necessary, we have the size. All right. So be cognizant of that. Also, especially if you're a really competitive athlete, the type of supplements you get really matter because if those companies have trace amounts of like a banned substance in there, you're going to test positive for that stuff. And they're not required to label that it's in there. And you just because they say it's not in there doesn't mean it's not in there. So be careful with that. If you're eating a well-rounded diet, you don't really need that. But if you're not, let's say you don't eat meat, you might need a protein supplement. You might even need a creatine supplement. If you, you might need an iron supplement. If you're like, hey, bro, I eat steak and corn and potatoes every day, you probably gonna need a lot of supplements because that's just not enough type of foods, all right? So you're gonna need to be able to get some vitamin supplements and things like that, all right? Um, cool, if you have any questions with that, you can put that in the chat box. I don't wanna spend a lot of time on that. As a growing athlete, if you focus on getting enough food and quality food, you will rarely ever need supplements. Now, here's a big kahuna right here. This is the last big part that we're gonna talk about. And that is timing of nutrition. But in good old Donald fashion, of course, I'm gonna go on a quick tangent because I just remembered something that I needed to cover. <clears throat> fiber. What's fiber? Fiber makes me poop. Well, yes, but it's not really why fiber matters. Fiber is a carb. It's just a carb that your body can't digest, right? If you think about eating celery, right? All the strings, all the strings on the corn. If you go outside and eat a bunch of grass and it passes right through, it's basically eating a bunch of fiber. Don't go out and eat the grass in your yard, bad idea. But this is an example. Fiber helps slow your digestion down, okay? 
We talked earlier about sugar and how it can, boom, process and digest real fast if you eat a cookie or an apple. But if you eat a sweet potato, it processes a lot slower. We had a big branch, right? You got to break all the branches. Well, part of that also is fibrous foods pass slower. Guess what? Most plant carbs, all plant carbs, but to varying extent, have fiber. Your pasta does not have fiber. Your rice cakes don't have no fiber, all right? So being able to eat these foods with fiber is going to help slow that digestion down. That's going to help allow the sugar to flow into the bloodstream a lot faster. It's going to keep your gut healthy, okay? Your intestines need fiber to function well, okay? If you're not eating enough fiber, your poop's going to get kind of weird, all right? So make sure you're getting enough fiber. When you eat foods and you look at the label, look under carbohydrates and see fiber. You should get about at least five grams of fiber every day. Uh, you probably haven't taken a note in a while, or hopefully you are taking notes. You should get about five grams of fiber every day, all right? I eat a lot of raisin bran when I eat cereal, so I'll be on that toilet frequently, all right? But my colon is healthy, all right? So let's go back to nutrient timing, all right? What you, when you eat is pretty important. I wouldn't say it's as important as what you eat, but it's very important. So we're going to talk about three blocks of time, two hours before you train, more, I'm sorry, longer than two hours before you train, within that one to two hour mark, and then under an hour. Now, if you're not planning to train for another, or compete for another three hours, you're like, yo, my first race of the day is at two, it's 11 o'clock, you need to eat a good quality meal. So remember the circle I drew? I drew? You need a good plant-based carbs, veggies, some protein, you know, sprinkle a little oil on the veggies to get your fat. A good solid four, five, six hundred calorie meal is completely good. And just to kind of talk about calories of meals in the first place, a good solid meal is going to be about, on average, anywhere from 400 to 800 calories. It does depend on how big the meal is, uh, the type of carbs in there, how much fat's on there. Um, but yeah, anywhere in that 400, 500, 600, 700 range is going to be the size of a meal. If you're eating a thousand calories in one sitting, unless you're like some 200, maybe if you're listening, you might be a 250 pound football player, but people on my video screen right now are not 250 pound football players. Most of you who I know all by name and face watching this presentation right now, don't ever really need to eat a thousand calorie meal. 500 calories per meal, 600 is plenty, okay? Doing that more than two hours before practice gives you plenty of time to digest it. But now you're at the track meet, right? You know, you're there, your race is at two, it's like 12.30. What you wanna then focus on are carbs. Your body needs carbs to run fast. Your body needs carbs to be able to get through an hour basketball game. Your body is going to need the carbs to get through a um, three-hour, you know, football game, to get through a three-hour basketball tournament, right? You need the carbs. If you've got multiple rounds, I have a bunch of kids running at Youngstown this weekend. they got multiple races. You're going to need a lot of carbs to be able to get through that. So before that, getting closer to these simple carbs. So now we're talking about fruit. Maybe it's a sandwich. We didn't, you know, talk a whole lot about bread, but bread's a grain like pasta. Bread breaks down pretty fast. 
if you take some white bread and you stick it on your tongue and you let it sit there long enough, it might start to get sweet because your spit can actually break down carbs, right? Part of the reason you have spit is it starts to, it mushes up the food and it starts to break it down before it gets into the stomach to get really broken down. You didn't need to know that, but now you know that. All right, so being able to get like a sandwich, some fruit, um, maybe like a cliff bar or like a granola bar, um, those things are pretty good. Even like a small meal, we're talking like 200 calories, something real small is also good before meat. Please, if you're at a track meet or at like a football game or at a basketball game, avoid the, the heavy um, chicken sandwiches and all that within an hour of competing is going to send your stomach upside down. All right, too heavy. Now, within 30 minutes of competition, you should eat like a piece of fruit, a small granola bar. You should have some sort of sports drink with sugar. You're going to want to top off your body's sugar levels, your glucose levels, before it's time for competition. All right. Your body can digest the carbs from Gatorade or the carbs from an apple or just even the uh, carbs from a granola bar pretty fast. All right. Those are pretty simple sugars. They're not that big. They're like 80 calories. Your body can digest that pretty quickly. All right. So very important to have, you know, just before. Now, as far as what you should do, if you have a meal three hours before you compete, the only thing you need to do after that is have a little bit of carbs right before. So if you had a nice meal at 12 and you compete at three at like 2.30, eat an apple, have a little granola bar, pop a couple M&Ms, you know, um, have a piece of bread. That's completely good. If you didn't eat the meal, but you let's say you showed up to the basketball game and your parent was late because, you know, not all of our parents are great with time management. Hell, I'm not even good with time management. So your parent got you there late. Now you only got an hour and a half before you compete. If you have like a nice big peanut butter and jelly sandwich with like a piece of fruit, um, you have a granola bar on the side of that. That's good. You know, that, that's fine. Your body can digest that pretty quickly. All right. Within that 90 minute span. If you have something heavy like that, the only thing you really need to do after that is, again, have like some Gatorade, some Powerade or like some other healthier equivalent of those kind of drinks right before you compete. All right. So that's before competition. Make sure you take those notes. If you have questions, save them at the end. We're pretty much at the end. During competition, if you're at a, let's say, a track meet, ultimate Frisbee tournament that's going on for hours, a sports drink that has sugar and electrolytes is very good. You need electrolytes. Those are sodiums, potassiums, chlorides, um, salt, you know, things like those that makes up salt. But those things are good to have. Your cells... You know, we don't need to get into biochemistry right now, but you're, the things that make you work need those electrolytes to function. Why? Electrolytes. Your nervous system has to send signals to make things happen. Your cell walls use these different um, gradients that we're not going to get into that, but you have gradients on your cell walls that make things work, and they use these electrical currents to do that in the sodium and potassium and chloride or chlorine are very important to make those things work. And if those things don't happen, stuff doesn't happen. Glucose doesn't really get in the cell very well. Um, muscles don't contract very well and they will cramp up. So you need those electrolytes. Those sports drinks generally have those, right? Certain types of fruit 
generally have those. So um, being able to have that in the tournament is great. If you're at a long day, eat more carbs. Eat more carbs, have a little bit of protein. Keep the protein light because you don't want to upset your stomach. And again, stay very hydrated. You can bypass a lot of the food needs by drinking a lot of water. People who fast, like fasting, for if you don't know, is when you don't eat food. <clears throat> Principally, fasting is really just about denying yourself of something for an extended period of time. Generally, it's referring to food. So like you might not eat for 24 hours or 36 hours. I've done a few 36-hour fasts. They're, uh, they're really not that bad. They're just really challenging mentally because you want to eat, and then it brings you back to thinking about why you're not eating in the first place. So people use it to like meditate on things or for prayer, things like that, or just to challenge themselves. You're going to think about food a lot. So whatever you're denying yourself from eating, you're going to think about that a lot. Anyways, the point I make with that is drinking a lot of water can deny the hunger. Like drinking water can put hunger off. So if you're at a tournament, at a track meet, then drink a lot of water, but have some carbs. After, last piece, at the end of the day, at the end of your training session, at the end of your match, at the end of your meet, what should you do? Best is if you have a nice big meal. Your body has a window of feed me, feed me, feed me in that first like two hours. The window can stretch out to four, but it's really within the first two hours and the window is the biggest between half an hour, all right? If you just think about it like a big funnel, the big end of the funnel of when it's going to eat as much food as possible is within the first 30 minutes. And then the smallest point of that funnel is about four hours. And then after that, your body's absorption is like, all right, bro, you're just not going to feed me, whatever. I don't care anymore. Bye. All right. That's pretty much what your body will do after four hours. But like if you have like, uh, let's say you have like a spouse or like a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever, and they're like really affectionate, right? Think about it like this. Your body's most affectionateness towards food is within the first 30 minutes. And then if you keep not giving it affection of food, by the time you get a few hours in, your body's like, don't touch me no more. I don't, I don't want this. I don't want this. Bye. All right. So that's the way to look at it. What should you do? Carbs. People are like, but what about the protein? What about the protein? We'll get there. Carbs. You just spent a lot of energy. You just ran, let's go back to that 100 meter runner, right? You just ran 100 meter prelim, semi, final, 200 prelim, 200 final, four by one, four by four, seven races in a day. Bro, you need some, you need some protein, you, sorry, you need some uh, carbs to get your muscles fueled. You probably feel drained. You ain't got no energy. You need some carbs to refuel, okay? You also need some protein, all right? So being able to have a nice big meal is great. If you don't have time for that, you get done with your basketball tournament and now your mom's, you know, driving you back, uh, your dad's taking you back from your football game, it's good to have like a protein shake. These are great times to have protein shakes, to be able to have like a sandwich, to have a protein bar, to be able to have something substantial right there, to be able to uh, get you through. If you have like, you know, um, any of the things that we've been talking about, yeah, like a little sweet potato right there, right? Um, Having some sort of carbs is going to be great. Eating, just eating, like in essence, eat immediately. Some people are like, but I'm not hungry after I'm done. I don't care. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be hungry to eat. 
you have to eat, so you have energy. So don't wait till you're hungry to eat. Put something on the stomach to get you through, and then when you're hungry, have a bigger meal. All right, so that's that. I hope you took a lot of notes. Uh, I'm sure you have some questions. So what we're gonna have, what we're gonna do is Coach Kyla is gonna come and uh, come to the computer. If you have a question, I want you to type it in the chat box. That'll make our life a lot easier. So we're not like waiting for people to raise hands and see who goes first. Type your questions in the chat box. All right. While you type those questions in the chat box, kind of bring you a little recap of takeaways. Eat enough food. Okay, you're as a young athlete, you're growing, you need enough food. Okay, so eat a lot. All right, measure if you're really serious, take those calculations of your carbs, of your protein, um, to be able to see how much you should be eating. You can measure the grams of what you should be eating, and then you can also measure the actual calories. So you can see how many calories you're eating. All right, track it over time. You know, maybe you need a little bit more calories, right? You might need more carbs than what we just talked about, okay? Vegetables. You need to eat a lot of vegetables to make sure your body functions. If you are sick all the time, if you have 18,000 medical conditions, if you have never had no energy, if you're moody all the time and you can't focus, before you go fussing, go eat some more vegetables. And on the same point, drink some more water. Okay, if your performance and you're not getting out of your body what you want to get out of your body from training, you need to reevaluate what you're eating. If you're coming to the gym and you're training and you're training and you're training, and you're like, bro, I'm getting better, but not really. Look at what you're eating. This is only part of the equation. Um, being able to eat well is going to really influence how well I can do my job. Think about it like this. People pay me a lot of money to come here. People pay me a lot of money for what I know, what I can do. But if you're not eating well, I can't do my job that well, okay? So you need to be able to do your part, and, and whether for me or even for your own sport coaches, right? Your track coach is, you know, spending a lot of time in effort into what your training is. You need to eat in a way that reflects that it's useful, all right? Um, hydration, make sure you're drinking enough water so that it matters, okay? You need hydration for things to function well, all right? Um, and yeah, last piece, uh, make sure you're getting enough fiber in there to be able to get you to flow and pay attention to the timing of when you eat. All right. We got some questions in the chat box. Uh, no, I've been, we've been at this for like an hour now. So hit me. What we got? Uh, what was the app that you say you should use to watch your nutrition? So the app that you can use to help watch your nutrition is called my fitness pal. There are others. I don't know them. MyFitnessPal is an app that we've used here with people. Uh, it, it, when you go on MyFitnessPal and you type in the food, it will actually tell you how many calories it is. It'll give you some nutrition specs. It'll even give you the popular brand names. So if you eat the popular brand names of a certain type of food, then that will actually pop up on MyFitnessPal. You can say, oh, I had the Granny Smith apples. Boom. Oh, I had an omelet. Boom. All right. So MyFitnessPal. Um, how much does it matter when you eat on non-competition days or before two hours before exercise? So on non-competition days or like on days where you're not practicing, you want to stay on the lower end of those calories, of the carbohydrates, of the protein. You can stay on the lower end for those days. Your calorie needs ramp up 
with how hard you're competing. So if you are having you know, a hard day of training, you're going to be want to be towards that seven grams per kilogram of uh, carbs. But if it's a day where you're not really doing much, then you can be down in that four grams per kilogram. Well, I'm sorry, like three grams per kilogram even. So your calorie needs to go down on the low intensity days a lot. That's that it? Yep, those are Anybody else have any other questions? Um, you can pop them in the chat box. Thank you all for uh, attending. Thank you for watching. Thank you all for listening. We're going to probably turn this into a podcast simply because, well, we edit, I cut out all the questions, right? So kind of just long form style. So this will also be a podcast. We'll see a bunch of clips up. Um, so thank you all for uh, listening and attending. We got another question? Yeah. Um, are there other things like sweet potatoes that count as vegetables? So yes, beans often can count as vegetables, lentils, quinoa. Um, you can get away maybe with like black rice, which tends to be high in antioxidants and things like that. So the best way to think about that is look at a big list of vegetables, right? There are vegetables that are high in starch. So a carrot is very low in starch. A sweet potato or a potato is very high in starch, right? When you think about foods, there's really only a few options you can really have for those foods. You have plants, you have processed foods, and you have meat. That's really it, plants, processed foods, and meat. I can't think of anything else. So when you have plants, you're just looking at what's the carbohydrate quantity of that plant. Carrots have a little bit of carbs. Sweet potatoes have a lot of carbs. Um, so yeah, I hope that helps. You know, lentils, beans, other types of potatoes, quinoa, lentils, stuff like that. That's it. All right. If you have any other last questions, pop a minute. I'm give you a couple seconds. Otherwise, I am going to go home and go eat me a nice, nutritious piece because I just ran a bunch today and I had a long day. Um, if you are a thinking person and your day involves a lot of decisions, that uses up a lot of calories too. So if you're a brain athlete, you need a lot of carbs too. I just said thank you. It was super helpful. All right. Well, I'm glad it was helpful. Uh, if you have any other questions, make sure you holler at me. Um, this little closing part's for the podcast. You guys on the video, don't you guys leave. But hey, if you want to learn anything more about what we do here at GHP or if any other follow-up questions on the website, www.ghperformance.com. You can go on there. Every single part of the website, you can drop your information in there. Um, you can set up a performance report. What that is, we do a success strategy call where we take a, you through a 45-minute piece. We look at your goals, your strengths, your weaknesses. We help you get focused on what it is you need to be doing for your training. And then we give you a report based on that. You can take that report and run with it. Um, otherwise, if you train here with us, we're going to roll with that report to get you through. All right. Uh, we have a lot of resources like this on our YouTube page. Uh, so if you go on my YouTube, it's Coach Donald on YouTube. All right, find the guy that looks like me, or you, you know what I look like if you listen to this enough, you listen to me talk. So you can go find the guy that looks like me. I've got a ton of followers, so you know, share stuff. Um, there's also our podcast, Training Well Done, which actually you're probably listening to this on if you're listening to this epilogue right now. And bada boom, bada bing. I am tired of talking. I'm glad you've been here. You're probably tired of listening to me, but I know you're not. 
but I'm going to leave anyways. So, ciao.